A reading from Luke 12, 13-21. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you. Then he said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in abundance of possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, What shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, This is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones, and there I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, You have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool! This very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich toward God. I have so many ways of approaching this. Uh, One of them is a revelation I had when I got engaged in not only helping the movers move our furniture out, but then uh, leave the house bloom, uh, broom, uh, clean, what they call it, because swept clean, so that the house is uh, at the very end, uh, when you lock the door, it's, 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 it's ready for the new residence, okay? But what I discovered, and I'm still discovering, is in 35 years, how much uh, worldly goods I accumulated, whether it was books or this, that, or the other thing. It was a massive amount of things I had accumulated. <laughs> and what, what I, I did on one level, I, I thanked God that, uh, you know, I, I did not die before we, got, we sold the house mm-hmm. uh, because then your children come in mm-hmm. and they make the determination of what's junk and what's not. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine uh, how many things that you thought were treasures are actually junk to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was it was a revelation, um, but as it uh, relates to this little parable that Jesus uh, gives you, there, there's something really to I think to think about and to kind of um, dwell on, and that is I think that the 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 man the the, the had accumulated wealth and he was going to build brick, bigger barns. Um, he was assuming he was going to live forever. Mm. That's the basic assumption. Uh, death is not knocking at my door. Uh, mm-hmm. Things are not going to change. And I can uh, eat, drink, and be merry, which he says. And then God says, he calls him a fool. For this very night, your, uh, your life will be demanded of you. I think we have to live our lives with the understanding that at any given night or day, your life might be a event, uh, um, demanded of us. And it, it's not mm-hmm. an easy th- uh, thought, but I think in the congregation, I, what I worry about, and it, it goes to Revelation in the seven churches that uh, Jesus talks about to uh, John. Um, one is, you know, they become lukewarm. And I kind of, the, the other day I wrote down uh, a series of things that I thought we're hurting us because of our prosperity in America. Uh, And I'm not going to go over them now, but 
is prosperity dull, dulling the message of the church? Mm. Are the things of this world so accumulating in such you know huge amounts that we just can't dig out from under under them? Mm-hmm. Now, this is many weeks after leaving plenty of things behind and, and uh, in dumpster, you know, the, the, the two dumpsters filled with stuff. But I feel liberated. Hmm. And I think I feel liberated as, as it is even in this, uh, in this discussion that you and I are having. I feel liberated to not worry about the things I will lose uh, if I do this, that, or the other thing. Mm-hmm. I am totally not worried about that. Mm. Uh, there are plenty of things to worry about, but I'm not worried about that. Uh, and I, I think that the, the, this little parable has enormous uh, relevance to the contemporary church mm. because, you know, the it's not about the things we're hanging on to except for Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think, you know, talking about the denial of death, Eric, you're onto something. Our modern, the modern man lives in denial of death and is more separated from death than the ancient man was. But you can still see the ancient man had this same propensity to think that he's going to live forever. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think of what St. Benedict once said. He said, keep death daily before your eyes. Now, it seems kind of morbid to us, but I think when we do that, it actually does something powerful for our souls. And it's actually what I read in my devotion this morning. I love what it says here. This is Kempis. He says, this is the greatest wisdom to despise the world and aspire to the kingdom of heaven. It is vanity, therefore, to seek wealth and place your trust in it when it will certainly disappear. It is vanity also to be ambitious for high honors and positions. It is vanity to indulge in the desires of the flesh and to involve yourself in things for which you will later be grievously punished. It is vanity to wish for a long life and not be concerned with leading a good life. It is vanity also to be attentive only to this present life and not look forward to the things which are to come. It is vanity to love that which passes quickly and not concentrate on eternal joy. Remember often the proverb, the eye is not satisfied to see or the ear to hear. Consider then how to turn your heart from what is seen to what is unseen. For those who follow only their senses, tarnish their conscience and lose the grace of God. Who wrote that? Kempis. Wow, that's a, that's a home run. So good. (laughs) Thank you for that.